0: Welcome to another episode of Get Up 10 Podcast. Um, this is your host, Ginger, if you don't already know that, if you didn't see that when you clicked on this. But anyways, <laughs> I'm live right now on Facebook and Instagram, and my daughter's sleeping, so let's try to do this before she wakes up. So I just first of all wanted to thank you guys for all the love on last week's episode called Roadkill, which is all about distractions and how to get your life together so that you're not out here running over dead things, running over distractions in your life. So if you didn't listen to that, definitely go back and check it out because I'm also about to add on to it right now and I want you guys to have the full context. Um, I also just want to give a quick shout out to my Lord and Savior because he gives me all of the ideas for my podcast. Like I get so much inspiration just in my everyday life when I get out the house. So shout out to God. (laughs) All right. So before we get into this week's topic, I wanted to finish last week's topic because it's crazy like how you can be so blind to yourself, you know? So for example, like last week on roadkill, I talked about having distractions, like you're not focused and um, not being able to see properly. But you know, I realized there's another reason that people hit roadkill that I forgot about because it's the one that I'm the most guilty of in life, which is speed. All right. Your girl is a speed demon. In another life, I was probably a NASCAR driver, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure. So yeah, like if you miss the definition of roadkill, go back to last week and check that out. But essentially roadkill is anything dead in your life, anything that's not giving you life or whatever, distractions, dead end relationships, social media, um, junk food, just anything that's not getting you to where you want to go in life. That's roadkill. So another reason that people hit roadkill is because they're going too fast. And it's crazy because, like I said, this is my number one thing. Like, I'd be going too fast in in my car (laughs) in real life. And the remedy for speed, I just said remedy weird, but whatever, is to slow down. Um, One of my favorite pastors is Michael Todd of Transformation Church. Y'all, if you haven't seen him or checked him out, like, do it. Because my man is hilarious, but he's also real. Um, And one of the sermon series that he did that most touched me was uh the stride series and he talked about how jesus never rushed jesus jesus never ran like his ministry was three years long and he got it all done and he never once rushed and that should be setting an example for us like we all know the song by kanye jesus Walked." all right and if you don't think this is significant it's 2020 and we're still talking about jesus and it's been over 2000 years so let that marinate in your spirit Um, The reasons why it's important to slow down in life is because if you're going too fast, you miss things. You miss details. Like, there's little things, little beautiful things, little important things that if you're going too fast, you're going to miss out on those. So that's one reason to slow down. And the second reason to slow down is because if you're going too fast, there's just certain things that are inevitable, okay? The other day, I was driving on the Palisades coming back home and i was probably doing the 80 honestly which is my average speed these days actually not even it's been not even these days that's been the case anyways i was doing like 80 and i hit a squirrel myself it was already dead roadkill but i hit it and i couldn't avoid it cuz i was just moving too fast and i say that to say that when you're moving too fast there's certain things that you're going to come up against in life that you're not going to be able to avoid cuz you're just moving too fast and for the person that's like me, that is like, oh, but I just like to go, go, go. You only live once. Like, I don't have time to waste. Y'all, I understand. But there's a difference between rushing and having a sense of urgency. And if you are that person, I'm, I'm really talking to myself right now. Um, I wrote down this quote because y'all know I love my quotes and I just wanted to read it. And pay attention because it's kind of long. So I'm only going to read it once. <laughs> um, okay, anyways. Everything happens when it needs to happen. Everyone is always where they need to be. Right place, right time. You will never miss out on what's meant for you, even if it has to come to you in a roundabout. Be patient. Trust. I don't know if I've ever talked about my struggle with patience on my podcast before, but, uh, yeah. Uh, Your girl used to think that patience was not for her, okay? But life has a funny way of showing you that, uh, Patience is for everyone and help yourself out and learn how to be patient. So that is the addendum. Is that the right word? That's what I wanted to add to last week's episode on roadkill. All right. So this week, I wanted to talk about unity, which is a super important topic right now. Um, As we're all aware of the political tensions, the racial tensions that's going on in our society right now. And, um, I named this episode, I ain't got no type. Yes. That's after a song, but also because me personally, like I want to be cool with all types of people, like all types. All right. So that's, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's why I named this episode that. So I want to talk about unity because it's super important. And I wanted to give you guys some background on why this is so important to me. Well, first of all, I have always prided myself on valuing diversity. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what I wrote my college entrance essay on. I don't know if it was for the SATs or for another college, whatever. But the point is, diversity is really important to me. Like, I'm born and raised in the New York, what is it called? Tri-state area? Whatever. Outside of New York City. I was born in Inglewood. I lived in New York my whole life. I've been around New York City my whole life. So I have seen it all in type, in terms of people and money and all of that. And I also lived in North Carolina and I've also traveled. So I know in certain parts of the country, it is what it is. You got your blacks, you got your whites and you got like your Mexicans and that's, that's diversity. But being from New York, I know that diversity is so much more than black, white, Spanish, like There's so much more that falls in between that. Like, going to college, I found out about Guyanese people. All right? Shout out to all my friends that are Guyanese. I see you guys. Um, And just, there's just so many beautiful people out there. Like, you really can't judge by outside appearances. And um, I wanted to talk about my own experiences because, well, first of all, let me just follow my notes, y'all. I got two pages, so you know it's lit. (laughs) Not really. I just write really big. But anyways, so, me personally, I am half Puerto Rican. My mom is 100% Puerto Rican, and my dad is black. I don't really know where exactly my dad's family comes from. I know that my grandfather is from Virginia, but as far as tracing my roots all the way back, I haven't really done that. My cousin did the ancestry.com or whatever it's called, and his biggest percentage was like Ghana, so I would imagine that maybe that's mine too, but I honestly don't know. So my whole life, I just know my dad's black my mom's Puerto Rican, and if you know me, like, I take big pride in being Puerto Rican, like, I got the flag tattooed on me, Boricua, okay, like, shout out to all my Puerto Ricans, so, even just me as a person, I'm mixed, or whatever, I mean, people might want to say, oh, you're not, you're really spin, whatever, but actually, no, you can't even come to me and say that you're Puerto Rican, so you're black, because I actually have the Tayuno, Tayuno Indians in my lineage, I know that for a fact, so, Because Puerto Rican is, Puerto Ricans are a mix as it is because you have the white or the lighter skins with the Spanish background, you have the slaves with the African background, and then you have the natives, which is the Taino Indians. So Puerto Ricans are una mezcla, a mix, okay? So my mom is Puerto Rican, and even just, I went into the lineage or the different um, people groups in Puerto Rico as an island, but even just my grandparents, like my abuelo, my grandfather was light-skinned. My abuela is dark-skinned. And that's, like, there's, divi- not division, but, I don't want to say division, but, you know, there's differences in just that. And then um, my mom's side of the family, if we were all to get together, and, which we do on occasion, um, just us in that one room, yes, we're all Puerto Rican, but we got Puerto Rican and Blacks, we got Puerto Rican and Colombians, and we got Puerto Ricans and Taiwanese. I hope I said that right. But yeah, like we're just mad diverse. So that is my personal background. Move the sticky note. <laughs> and then just to go into it, um, so I recently moved back to New York and I've been visiting not exactly visiting just childhood friends, but even childhood places and just going down memory memory lane for real. So this past weekend I don't even know what day it is but recently I was in Edgewater New Jersey which is the part of New Jersey that is directly across from New York City and that's where my parents had one of their very first apartments that's where I grew up playing in the park as a kid and all that and I was just if you know Whole Foods in Edgewater there's a car dealership across the street from it or a car garage not a dealership is that the right word I don't know um Someone who fixes cars, a mechanic across the street. And it's not the same owner now, but back in the day, my parents used to have a green convertible Saab before they had kids, of course, you know, because you can't be driving around convertible with four kids. <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, yeah. And there was this mechanic named JR. And I remember we would go to his shop and my parents would do whatever they're doing. I don't know. You know, I'm a kid. I'm not paying attention to what the adults are doing. All I know is it was this really cool white guy mechanic and we would go there and we would eat Easy Mac in his, like, break room while they, the adults talked and our car got fixed and all that. And then um, this past week, I went to our family jeweler who is Armenian. And I feel like Armenians are so... I don't know, like, I think we are more aware of Armenians because of the Kardashians. Y'all, if you see somebody's last name that ends in I-A-N, they're probably Armenian. And Armenians are really good people. And also, there are persecuted people, so it's just a very interesting culture to be aware of, and especially if you have a heart for justice, like, that's a really good cause right now, because they literally have wars going on. But yeah, Family Jeweler is Armenian, I've known him my whole entire life, like, I went to his jewelry shop last week, and I went back in time to being a kid, because it smells the same, it looks the same, like, crazy, just good people, and, like, we've gone to their church over the years, and... We, I think my parents went to his wedding. It's just relationships, y'all. And then I think about our first home in New York. So, like, my parents originally lived in New Jersey. And then when they started having kids, they moved to New York. And in our very first home, we became very good friends with this family, a Jewish family, which we're still friends with to this day. And I love them to death. Like, they were just a part of my, my virtual baby shower and... Um, They're just talented, artistic people. And to this day, like, we're friends with them. And then I went to private Christian school, which it's funny now that I'm talking about it or thinking about it or both because it really wasn't a diverse place. Like, I was one out of three black girls in my class. And as a younger girl, I was the only black girl in my private Christian school. But um, that's, I still want to give credit where credit is due. And I want to shout out an Egyptian family that I came across in my little private school because their culture is dope. And my friend is hilarious because so Egypt is in Africa. So I always remember when we do our standardized tests and apply for scholarships, she would describe herself as African-American because Egypt, even though she is not dark skin or whatever, like Egypt is in Africa. She is African-American and that was my girl back in high school. So I don't know if I've said names. I'm trying to keep things discreet because you know you gotta uh, honor people's privacy but I still want to call people out and shout people out not call them out shout them out because I appreciate and love everybody I'm talking about. Um, yeah so that's just one aspect of diversity and I think that's the f- one of the first aspects that we think of is like skin color but I also want to talk about money because like I said, the area that I've grown up in, I've been everywhere from million-dollar custom-made homes to the projects. Like, I remember growing up, and when we go to grandma's house for the weekend, we'd be staying in the projects. And I didn't think anything of it. And to this day, I don't think anything of the projects. Like, there's some real talent, some real good people in the projects. Like, it's just the location. Um, Yeah, so, again, million-dollar homes to your middle-class homes to the projects. Like all good and if you know me you know that I have an old soul and I'm not gonna lie I do hang out with older people like <laughs> I don't even care like I have female friends that are in their 50s and I and they're so lit <laughs> they, I have so much fun with them like we go hiking we hang out at the pool we go to the gym like we go to conferences we travel I don't even care. Like, I love hanging out with older people because they got wisdom that that they they tell me things that a young person or somebody my age is never going to know. And so I value those relationships. And at the same time, I also value hanging out with young people, which sounds weird cuz I am a young person, but I mean people that are even younger than me because they also are dope. They know what's up and coming. They're trendsetters. They have that fresh perspective. They have that innocence like, things that you lose, well, hopefully you don't lose, but the reality is most adults lose these things, but kids don't, and so it's important to have a blend of people that you hang out with. (sighs) I feel like I also should, I didn't put this in my notes, but I also want to talk about people who don't prescribe, subscribe, I don't know, like, people whose sexual identity is not the norm, like, Hang out with some gay people, y'all. Like, they're not fun. (laughs) Hang out with some people who's out there finding themselves. There's nothing wrong with them. And if you think there is, that's on you. But the whole point is get you some mixed friends, okay? And you already know I got to get a Bible verse in. I tried to be um, lazy and print this out, but it didn't work. So I had to handwrite it. But it's okay because you know what they say when you write things down by hand, you memorize it better. So, the scripture I want to highlight for this podcast is Ephesians 4, 2, and 3. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. And some key words I want to touch on in that scripture is be humble, okay? Be humble, That's really the key here. If you're going to hang out with people different from you, be humble. You don't know everything. You're not always right. Stop. Like, all right. Take some advice. Be humble and gentle. Okay. Don't try to come into places like you are all that in a bag of chips. Like chill. All right. Nope. Everybody doesn't need you to be big, bad, and bold all the time. So be humble, be gentle, be patient. Okay. Because you just need patience to deal with people, all right? You really do. I don't think I need to talk about that too much. I think I talked about patience and the importance of that in the beginning of this podcast a little bit, even though two completely unrelated topics. But, y'all, patience is important, especially with people. Everybody wants to be out here, including myself, talking about, oh, I hate people. No, you don't hate people. You just need to be patient, okay? Okay. So yeah, um, the Bible makes it clear that unity is super important. There's also the scripture that talks about one one body, many parts, and how even with a physical body, there's so many different body parts, but no body part is more or less important than another at the end of the day to have a optimally functioning body. You need every single part. So I don't think that the Bible would talk on unity if it wasn't important and Honestly, when I look at social media and I see all these posts about all these different causes, whether it's sex trafficking or pedophilia or the wars going on or the racism or the political climate right now, yes, people are mad. People are upset and they have the right to be. But at the end of the day, it's because what we all really want is peace. We all really want unity. That's the real issue here. And it's important. So... Before I go, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about why unity and diversity are so important. Which I kind of already touched on, but just so I'm being um complete here. Unity and diversity, they give you a better perspective. They make you a little bit more well rounded. Like, for example, I want the opportunity to take kids out the hood and show them the world because If you've never been anywhere outside of where you know, it makes you limited. You think that, oh, this is what I've seen. So this is how things are. And that's really not the case. And I think about kids in the hood because that's where my heart is at. But in the same way, that could be the kid that grows up in the country and has never been off the farm. Like, it really doesn't matter wherever you're from. If that's the only place that you know, your perspective is limited. And so it's good to get out and see things that's different from yourself because it's an eye opener. Like there's so much out there. The world is such a big place. And that's one of the reasons why I love to travel. Um, I was going to say something else and now I can't remember it, but yeah, like you want to be well-rounded. All right. It's not good to be limited and narrow-minded. Like nobody likes anybody like that. All right. Do yourself a favor and get out. Oh, I just remembered. Also. Yes, like, get out and see the world, but don't think that you have to get out and stay out. Like, as much as I love to travel, I love to come back home. Like, I don't like to wait. I don't like to be away from home for long. Like, I see what I gotta see, I do what I gotta do, and then I come back home. Like, I'm not saying just be out here, go quit your job, and go see the world for a year. If that's where your heart is at, cool, but, like, no. Like, you know, maybe you might just need to walk down your street. I don't know. Just get out the house. Also... When you are valuing diversity and unity and all those things, you get opportunities, okay? People will bring opportunities to you that you would have never gotten if you stayed in your own circle. Um, I'm trying to think of one. I have so many opportunities in my life. It's kind of tricky, but I don't know. Just, okay. Okay, so 2018. 19, 2019, last year I went to California with my sister and we visited our brother. He was doing his last year of um, Bible ministry school. I can't say Bible school, it's a ministry school. And we just had such a great time. Like, so it's crazy because a lot of the guys that he went to ministry school out or out to California to ministry school, I can't talk, but whatever, you get the point. A lot of those guys that he went out there with was actually his friends from high school. And I just remember this one day we went hiking and we went out to eat. And it was, like, one of the best days of my life. So it was just crazy because, like I said, I'm with my brother and my sister. And then each of my brother's roommates, so three other guys, is with their family, their loved ones. And so, like, one guy had his parents with him. Well, I don't think they went on hike with us, but they were there. And then one one of the other guys, his whole family came out, his mom, his siblings. And then one of the other guys had his, at the time it was his girlfriend, but they're married now, so he is Colombian, and she is, I'm not sure, it's either Swedish or Finnish, one of those, like, she's literally not from America, and they're married now, and it's so dope, but yeah, like, just this, oh, I forgot about the girls, yeah, so the girls were there with their families, too, we were just mobbing, all right, whole bunch of us, squad out in the woods, out in the mountains in Cali, and just all ages, like, from youth to, like I said, we had people's parents out there. And it was such a dope experience. Like, we went hiking. We had such a great time. And then after that, we went out to eat. And I didn't, we didn't even have to pay for our food. Like, somebody stepped up and covered the bill. And that's all just to say, like, when you get out of your own circle, your own little bubble, like, there's opportunities and great memories that await you. Also, when you have relationships with people that's different from you, you build bridges, which is good because we need to come together and you shed light on ignorance. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people out here that really could care less about diversity and inclusion and people that's different from them. Fine. Leave them alone. Let them be ignorant. Don't even waste your time. All right, you got, we got too much life, too much energy, too much goodness to be wasting it on people that don't value it. But there are people out there that are literally just, they don't know, they really don't know, like they'd like to know, they just don't have any way of knowing. And for me, I always think about being a black girl and getting my hair done, and the white person that comes up to me, is that your real hair? All those questions, like they don't mean no harm, they're not trying to offend me, they literally just don't know, and I have no problem just talking to them and explaining to them no this is not my real hair my real hair is braided and then these are hooked on and, la, 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 and this is how I take care of my hair because they literally just don't know like not everybody is trying to come for you not everybody is trying to offend you some people they just want to know and when you are in a good place with yourself you have no problem educating other people so it matters And lastly, the other reason why it's important to put some people around you that's different from yourself is because you might find something you like, all right? If you know me, you know I love food, all right? All all types of food, it's all good. Like, we could have McDonald's on Monday, we could have, I don't know what starts with the T, because I want the alliteration. on a Tuesday. I'm not even going to try to think about that. Oh, Taco Tuesday, okay? We could have... Something on a Wednesday, whatever, like Mexican food, Spanish food, Mediterranean food, Indian food, Hawaiian food. I just love it all, okay? And if I was just closed in my own little bubble, I only eat what my mom makes. I only eat what I can buy from the store. You know how much good food I would be missing out on? Like, I love Indian food. I remember I went to Sarah Jake's conference in Denver, Colorado, and she had an Indian food truck. And my man's hooked it up, all right? It was, like, $5 to give you a big tray with, like, rice, um, naan, and, like, three, like, the uh, chicken tikka masala, and then, like, two different types of vegetables. And it was so good. I love Indian food. All right. The point is that when you hang out with people that is different from you, you find things that you might like, whether that would be food or sayings or clothes or whatever it might be. So I hope you guys got something from this episode. I'm done. I think my daughter's still sleeping. Oh, don't know what that alarm is for. Sorry about that. Anyways, (laughs) the point is... Find you some friends that's different from you if you don't really already have them. And if you already have them, find some more. Like in this day and age when it seems like everything is trying to come for us, diversity, inclusion, unity, all those buzz terms, unfortunately, I don't know if it's, no, it's fortunate that those are buzz terms. All of those things are more important now than ever. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys in that space. Um. Because, let me just add this, if you get offended, if you get hurt and you shut down because of all the heaviness that's in the world right now, that doesn't affect anybody but you, okay? You're not hurting anybody but yourself. Stop being so angry. Get out there and spread love and good vibes, all right? So, I'm going to upload this episode later today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited to keep doing my podcast. Um, side note, Tuesdays is the day. All right. Hold me accountable. If you don't see a podcast up on Tuesday, hit me up and ask me where it's at because we're having get up 10 Tuesdays now. And like I I don't know if I said this on the last episode, but um, while my daughter is still getting our schedule done and all that, I'm going to be coming to you by myself. Whatever's on my heart, we're going to talk about it. And then when she gets on the schedule, I'm going to get back to the interviews because I did some fire interviews while I was pregnant. If you have not heard those, definitely go back and listen to them because those ladies spoke their truth and dropped mad gems. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of Get Up 10 Podcast. I will see you all next week.